0: Welcome back to the Wed Talk Podcast, the wedding podcast for laid-back lovers and creatives alike. And today, we've got a super fun episode coming your way. We've got Chris from DJMC Apples. Chris, welcome to the show, mate. Thank you so much for having me, Riley. Excited to be here. Anytime, anytime. So I'm a little bit flat this morning. Didn't sleep very well last night. And then I actually watched some of your stuff on socials before I jumped on just to get a feel and a vibe of what it's going to be like. And it's got me G'd up for the episode today. So oh. I'm hoping you can bring some of that magic that you bring to the weddings. You can bring it in. Uh, You can bring it on air today and then keep me up and about and save me from uh, falling asleep or going and doom scrolling on the couch. So <laughs> thanks so much for, uh, for joining us.
1: No stress, bro. No stress. We'll keep you G'd up and all the listeners as well.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. So, for those that uh, may not have met you before, Chris, or um, they haven't seen any of your work, fill us in on on who you are.
1: Um, well, DJ MC Apple's something on the guy that has MC in the name because I actually believe that MCing is as important as DJing. All about hyping up on the mic, setting the tone um, on the microphone. I think it's important as DJing, but uh, yeah, I'm a, a one man show entertainment. I play guitar and sing. A DJ, um, yeah, basically covering all the music for weddings for people who
0: want something super fun and not too
1: traditional, really. So, that's yeah, me in a
0: Which is uh, which is your favourite to do? The the MCing, the DJing, uh, or the acoustic performances?
1: Oh, it's probably going to be DJing. There's nothing better than like doing some crazy mashup that I'm thinking of on on the fly, and I bring in that like that that vocal that they're not expecting. And just seeing people's faces just kind of like oh omg like wow i didn't expect this and i think there's no better feeling than that really so
0: yeah beautiful. dj well before we get too deep into you know what makes you tick um and everything that comes with um djing and MCing, i want to kind of go back a little bit uh let the listeners know a little bit about yourself uh, and find some things out so where did your like passion for music start from my passion for music started when i heard Nirvana,
1: Silver Chair. Um that 90s grunge vibe got me into music. Uh picked up a guitar when I was like 13 or 14. Sounded like shit. Didn't know why, but uh didn't realize you had to tune it. I didn't know what <laughs> told me how to tune a guitar. I'm like, this sounds rubbish. What's wrong with me? Sold it. <clears throat> Someone's like, you gotta tune it, bro. And I'm like, oh right. Got back into guitar. Um and yeah, I've been in like bands since I was like 15, 16, front man drummer bass player all that stuff so yeah all about grunge really that kind of got me in and and i won't mention um the hanson cd as well as a bit of a sucker for pop all the way back from the start to catchy catchy melody all about a catchy hook so yeah yeah sweet
0: so you're kind of well rounded when it comes to like multiple instruments you're not just just a guitarist you've you've kind of like expanded and yeah learn as much as you can
1: yeah like i've recorded my own solo album back in the day i did all the instruments drums everything songwriting so yeah music is a huge part of me and like yeah i've always got music on around the house i've always got my airpods in listening to tunes i can't handle silence always exploring things learning new songs and yeah that's pretty much me man So
0: it's fair to say that you'd have like Mm. at the end of the year when you get like your Spotify wrap up, like your Spotify wrap up minutes would be, would be quite decent. Yeah. Is it in hours? I remember it was like forty six thousand hours
1: or something. I was like in the top one percent. Yeah. But the algorithm's cooked. It used to be all pop punk grunge. Now it's like because I do wedding preparation on it. It's like you're the top in the top three percent for Michael Bublé, and I'm like, oh no.
0: Oh, no. I was going to say that I can't yeah. say there'd be many people that say they're in that top three percent. So kudos <laughs> to you. Yeah, boo yeah. fan here. No, uh, awesome. Well, it sounds like you've got. Um, I guess the like the music is 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 you. It's not like something that you've picked up because you were just good at it or you enjoyed it and you thought, oh, I'll just turn it into a job. It's like it's a it's a genuine passion of yours. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, for sure. So do you still play, like, in bands and, and gig outside of weddings or are you purely just weddings now?
1: Uh, I'm so busy with weddings that I don't really have a chance to do anything uh, original at this point. Uh, but that's totally cool with where I'm up to in life, in my career, and how it's kind of projected. Never thought of would be in weddings, but it's fine. I, I still love playing music, even if they're covers at weddings. So, yeah, but I haven't played since... For about five or six years, the last thing I was doing was this really cool pop punk cover band. It was called Ryan and the Goslings and uh heaps of fun, like pop punking Taylor Swift songs. And um, yeah, just all about having fun, really, bringing in energy. We didn't take yeah. ourselves too seriously.
0: Yeah, beautiful. I guess that coincides with like the wedding side as well. Like you've got to be, uh you've got to have that serious side to it, but you got to have that fun as well. Like if you're doing acoustic for, you know, the couple ceremony and then later on you've got to be able to flick a switch and go into to party mode like at least you've kind of had experiences where you've you've played in bands and you've obviously listened to all these different type of music where you can kind of pull from each little bit and then put your spin on it uh and you know and help really like pull emotions that you need to pull for certain aspects of the day on, on a wedding day
1: yeah definitely yep i totally agree with that so
0: yeah being in a band and having experience of entertaining crowds has really helped me for um doing weddings so yeah so when did the transition from uh punk rock or pump punk pop grunge uh chris come into like wedding chris when did all that come about well i was a brand manager for a musical instrument wholesale company for 11 years and i was
1: in charge of drums and i shared an office with a guy named mark who became a good friend of mine he was the dj brand manager and i always thought djs are just like oh it's just bull crap you just press play and walk away kind of thing um, but him and i became good mates and I started watching him do some DJ stuff in the office and I kind of got into it um slowly and then I started borrowing some DJ controllers and then the local pubs like hey why don't you play a set here and then I started doing some pub sets on the side started DJing at Bang which was an alternative nightclub and then a couple of friends were like hey it's my mum's party can you DJ um it's my friend's wedding they want to dj and just kind of just started like that really so it was always a side thing for a few years and then i started doing this full time as of two years ago and it's never looked back so it was like a slow progression really but um didn't realize how much of a market there was in weddings didn't realize how you know it, so many queries i'd get it's just i'm very grateful to be doing this full time but uh i'd say it was like a pretty slow transition up to a point two years ago and i was like all right no more putting half yeah no more half you know what's the saying like one toe in one toe out or whatever i'm really bad at sayings um <laughs> but let's just go with that so yeah i'll just decide to rip the band-aid off there you go there's a better saying just went all in and
0: yeah have a look back you know so it's awesome yeah 100 so when when you came in and always say two years ago when you got into the industry did you did you offer all three at the start like dj mc and an acoustic or did you just have the djing and then as you went on similar thing like someone's like oh hey um do you mind just doing the MCing for the night and then same evolve with the acoustic or did you just have all three from the start and it was just going to be like you know throw shit at the wall and see what sticks Yeah, something like that yeah i always offered all three uh i mainly led in with the djing and acoustic
1: And people really like having live music at the start and then DJing at the end. So it's really popular. Um, I offer MCing for free and have been doing that for quite some time because I've been sick of being a part of a wedding where there's Uncle Dave who doesn't know what, what he's doing on the mic. He's drunk. He's disappeared. He announces. I've seen it all. I've seen the wedding party entrance. All right, let's do the wedding party. And now make some noise for Sarah and Bob. He hasn't even gone and told the wedding party to be ready. There's no one there. Yeah. Like, um, I've seen it all. So I guess, yeah, I, I really lean into all three now and really push the MCing stuff because I feel like I deliver a better, a better show, a better product when I can control the music, the levels. I know
0: what I'm doing. And you've seen it all at weddings. You, you you've mm. seen Uncle Dave.
1: MCing. Yeah.
0: It's it's always like you could. It's always good to have someone to help out. But if you really want to, one have everything be cohesive. To the, even the same along the line of your vendors. Like I remember a wedding where um we literally come back from the couple's portraits and we were off site. Come back and we hadn't even set up. And before we'd literally walked in the door to the reception room and the lady's like, "All right, now we're doing speeches," and then just like <laughs> hands the mic. To the, so we're like running around like holding cameras up over people to try and like get it recorded while we're trying yeah. to plug audio in. Like I feel like. I didn't realize how big of a uh, a task like emceeing was until I started to see people that did a really good job of it. And it is, yep. it, can ma- it can make, not necessarily make or break, but it, it can really affect the overall vibe of like what your Reading reception is like if you don't have a great one.
1: I totally agree. You know, like I always set the tone at the start, like just high energy like a practice cheer all right you can do better than that like Mm. let's let's ramp it up and welcome in the wedding parties if you got to always have the right key from the start because you're setting the tone early exactly um and yeah another good mc like you mentioned with the cameras there like what happens if the food's running late and then you might want to take them out for some sunset footage and that's going to conflict with the speeches like a good mc is going to just handle that shit and just like
0: you know move things around sort it yeah, that's exactly right. So what's your, what's your type of style? Like uh, you've said a few times, like it's very up and about and and a party vibe. Like is, yeah. is that what you bring to everyone? Or do you kind of consult with all your couples on, you know, they might want someone might up and about, some might want this because their couple's different, but they still want you. Like, like, what's your process with them back and forth look like?
1: yeah like i feel like my website and branding is pretty strong and um, you go to my website and there's simpsons memes everywhere you kind of get the vibe of who i am and what i'm about so yeah. um i don't really attract people who want traditional stuff or really slow stuff i always have a zoom with my couples yeah. um and they love the vibe they want the high energy pretty much all the time sometimes the couples aren't really dancers and that's cool but they just want that fun atmosphere they want like a good experience for their guests they want you know their cousin to do a break dance or i don't know just do mm. something crazy in the moment um so yeah that's pretty much it i would
0: say so always i yeah, think it's um weddings are becoming more and less of more of being personal and less traditional than it is like you know you, you have to do this because it's a wedding so i feel be like being yeah. able to really be able to go back and forth with your couples and be like yep we can do this we can do that and hey look if you're not quite my style like you're better off going to work with this person because it might not work on the day like just being open and honest with people um mm-hmm. so that when the day does come around they're getting exactly what they want you're not just kind of like taking the booking because the opportunity is there yeah i agree with you for sure absolutely
1: so yeah haven't had, really had any couples that we don't really gel we all yeah. pretty
0: much hopefully end up leaving as friends, really so after the day so i mean at the end of the day everybody wants to party and get smashed and that works in perfectly with djing and and all the rest let me help you yeah that's exactly right sign (laughs) me up yeah you
1: know what works really well since we're talking about weddings and partying Mm. what i what i do quite often um if the couple's into it is i if it's a sit down dinner i get everyone up and we party for a few songs before we sit down and entrees like that's a really good one that's a really i don't know if we did that for the wedding that we did together i don't think we did but generally that that always works well for me because people are like, people sitting down at the reception. They don't know what to expect. They're kind of like sitting down and I, oh, yeah, there's going to be entrees and be amazing features. and oh, it's a wedding. But now I'm like, get up everyone. Let's, you know, go crazy. And people have a dance for three songs. They sit back down, they have an extra
0: drink. They weren't going to like, oh, this is going to be sick.
1: And then I feel like the vibe's better. People are looser and
0: yeah, yeah that, that's it's a good, it's a good combo. I haven't seen before at all i, I think at the wedding that, that we were at um no i don't i don't think we did it but also i was out the back with a migraine the whole time so even if you did you were broken well, yeah i was broken that day uh but lucky i had uh geordie there to take over the reins and um and keep everything moving along but that works really well because i feel like with with just sit down weddings in general like it's it's a long day for the couples but it's so long for the guests like even when you're out you got the ceremony, they rock up half an hour early. If it's if it's hot, they're sitting out in the sun for an hour and yeah. a half. And then they go and get on the courage cans. And then you've got a heat stroke and you're half pissed. And then you sit down and you eat, and then you're ready for a nap. So by like you going, all right, come on, everyone, let's get up and about, you're kind of keeping that vibe going. You're building them up for when when it is time to hit the dance floor. And then they're already primed and yeah. ready. You're not trying to like wrench people out of seats because they're they're half pissed and half asleep and, and ready to call a cab.
1: I think you've, yeah, exactly right. Now I'm just laughing because what did you say? Heat stroke and half piss sounds like a, a good name for a for a band or something. Oh, <laughs> keep,
0: keep that piss. in the keep that in the memory bank. Maybe you can. Expand. Yeah,
1: but you're right. It is it is a long day for guests, and um, yeah, it's about bringing the right vibe, pretty much.
0: So, so how, how do you help personalize like your couples? Reception. So I saw, like, on your socials and stuff, like you got professional lighting and stuff you can bring along. Obviously, um, you treat every wedding um, differently. No two are the same. So when it comes to like set lists, uh, mixing on the fly, all those sorts of bits and pieces, like, do they give you a, an outline of what they want, and then you curate it to it, or like, how how do you go back and forth with them to decide like exactly what you know those reception hours look like?
1: That's a really good question. Um, Basically,
0: I would ask
1: my couples, generally speaking for three playlists Mm -hmm. and I don't want much in there. I want just a vibe. And I feel like less is more. If you give me like 10 songs for chill and what you wanna hear on the dance floor, like Mm -hmm. 10 in each, like I know that when I play those songs you, like I'll play them when you're on the dance floor. Like I know that they're special to you And and I'll read the room as well. Yep. and also ask what you don't want to hear so all my couples i have a chat with them and they i'm like it's all about reading the room let me do my thing but i take your guidance i'll play your must play songs and anything you don't want to hear and you probably don't want to hear Nutbush, which is great so i'm not <laughs> going to play that so give me any don't plays and i won't play them and yeah that's kind of the vibe really so Yeah, which I feel like a lot of people do. Like some DJs get like fifty songs, and I'm like, well, that's if you kind of restrain to that, then you
0: might not be able to like read the room direction. If 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 Even if they don't hear their song, and then they're like, well, we gave you all these songs that we wanted, and then you kind of like pigeonholes you. And especially from what I've seen from your socials, like you can mix quite well on the fly. Like I don't know many DJs that you know can do what you do. Um, is that something that you just like picked up naturally along the way, or you just kind of like you just certain songs you know will mix well together, or like what, when you when you're out there and it's just the, like the juices are flowing? Like what's what's that look like?
1: Hmm, that's a really really good question.
0: Yeah, I would say
1: that I'm a pretty good DJ, especially in the wedding scene. There are some that just press play. <laughs> One of my friends says press play and walk away. That's what they say about oh. some people. Um, but um, yeah, I definitely mix and mashups and put songs together. Uh, I feel like because I'm a musician, have been a musician all my life, that I can kind of see songs in a maybe a different way than someone who's not a musician. Yeah. Um, that's not to say I'm gonna go and like bang out 20 second blocks of every single song and it's just like crazy. Like some songs, like if it's like an R&B Friday section, like verse and chorus of crazy in love might go well into shackles into Usher yeah and it'll be like a bit of a mashup like that vibe that yeah. I'll do that for for some songs but then of course you've got like all-time classic songs like Bohemian Rhapsody um Mr Brightside like those songs playing full so yeah and when I do the mashups it just kind of happens it, I just don't really plan it too much it's just kind of like just happens. happens
0: like it's not a pre preempted thing in your head you just you sort of reading the room as you as you're up on the decks at the time yeah pretty much Yeah. so
1: yeah absolutely love doing that but
0: so you've been it was a slow burn to get in and you've been in the industry now two years you've got the three things that you offer you've now got sort of your style that you bring to it like how how has it all changed from when you also oh, has it all developed from when you started to like to like right now like from from chris at, at wedding number one to, to your, your most recent wedding like what have you kind of learned over that time that's helped you become dj mc apples
1: well experience is the number one key like seeing what works well what doesn't work well doing things different ways different venues everything like that i feel like the wedding are you talking about me like me personally yeah you're how, probably... I've cha- how i've yeah. changed yeah i feel like back on day one i just brought a laptop i chucked it on a trestle table with no you know cloth i had a speaker i plugged it in and cool the music's on like i didn't really know how to develop my, my game from then and now it's just as important to be aesthetically good as your performance so like most people get the premium lighting that adds an absolutely epic vibe i feel like i'm very professional in what i do while having fun everything's pretty schmick i've got the best speakers best lights um so yeah i feel like it's a very polished product yeah um and i feel like the game's changing a lot in the last few years like there's big youtubers In America that are are DJs and they just go all out so I feel like what's how I've developed is obviously my experience my professionalism my mixing all apart from all the usual things I feel like the the aesthetic is a big one now as well there's nothing worse than you're having an awesome wedding you get and spend thousands on flowers and decorations and you've got some dj in the corner with like just some shitty trestle table and a like a picnic rug for a tablecloth and just spaghetti bolognese leads everywhere um it's just ruining it so i guess that's it really so did you just, did
0: you reach out to anyone along the way because um, i i can imagine like i know with um, and probably photo and video maybe the only other kind of crossovers you get if you do both where if you if you do photo and video, if you're videoing one day, you work with another photographer, you can pick things up. like I could I don't see there ever being more than one DJ at a, at a wedding. So when it comes to term of like learning from other people if, did you ever get to a point where you're like, okay, like I've, I feel like I've I need to hear something from somebody else to then progress further or did you reach out to anyone?
1: yeah look i've got a a a good circle of of mates who are djs and we always talk about weddings all the time but um you know what works well what does not what happened what went wrong all this kind of stuff but that's more in recent times but when i first started uh there wasn't really like the big social game i didn't really see any other wedding djs um i saw one eight years ago and that was probably pretty good for me to witness because i was like i'm definitely not doing anything that you're doing this guy like yeah. pressed yeah, he pressed play on some michael jackson pre-made mashup having a coffee and it's just like auto transitioning between all these bad michael jackson songs and i'm just yeah. like oh gosh don't do that but uh no nah, I, I basically just did what i thought just using my experience from being in bands and entertaining people I don't think I've really ever – I've only seen like a handful of DJs really because like you mentioned, you're, you're working the wedding, you're the DJ, you're the photographer. So it's yeah. hard. It's hard to
0: – It's hard because sometimes you get to a point where you're like, all oh, I've done done this and I've done this and I've done this and you're kind of like, well, where, where do I develop next? And it's hard. And I, I feel like the industry itself is better now where you can like reach out to someone and they'll give you some feedback or because social media is so big, like you could just type up, you know, DJ, Melbourne DJ, wedding DJ, and you could just, you, you could scroll and scroll and get all ideas from people now. But you feel like a few years ago, like it probably would have been quite hard to find like external information on, you know, what whatever you wanted to improve on.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And when I did my market research, like you were mentioning about typing in wedding DJs, uh, you mentioned at the start of this that you looked at my videos on my Instagram, my mixes and stuff. I noticed that no one has mixes, like mm. no one. So people have started to do it now but I feel like that was an important thing for me to do to show hey I can mix here's what I do um that was like good to showcase to people um but also yeah the only feedback that I really got were people f- like from you like photo film people who told me about other DJs from the wedding yesterday or the wedding before so that's kind of really the only feedback that I
0: that I got so have you have you found that since you started to now like the industry like just as a whole has changed a fair bit like I I personally think that it's since covid it's it's a different beast to what it was beforehand um and it's an ever obviously evolving industry but like in your um like personal opinion do you think that it's 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 changed a lot since you've been full time in it
1: Yeah I feel like it has changed a lot and I feel like uh, couples are picking vendors with more they're expecting more from vendors they're expecting more content they're expecting more reviews they're expecting to really get to know who you are before they even send an inquiry i feel like it's really really personable um yeah these days as i'm sure you'd agree so being projecting yourself onto your socials and your website is really important than just being like hey i'm a wedding DJ and
0: I specialize in everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I feel like
1: it's I feel so like going have... across
0: everyone and just being like I do this and, and providing yes. no context.
1: Yeah, I feel like those days are kind of gone and I feel like people really want to get to connect and and know their vendors really. So, so how did
0: you, how, you sorry? how would you say it's how would you say it's changed? I think definitely the same with you. Like I I think it's a lot more more personal, uh, more personable, I think the um other vendors are like not i feel like the photography before i got into video and for weddings photography it was very like information withheld like it was if this is mine this is my gold nugget nobody else was allowed to know about it um and then i came into to weddings like i remember sort of starting to reach out to people um i remember reaching out to my wedding photographer um the first ever wedding that i filmed i did it for free and she was there and then five years later she was um like my wedding photographer or three years later whatever it was um and just having her as someone to go to but kind of been like some people will get back to you some people won't whereas now i feel like i could almost message anyone in the industry regardless if we work together or not and they'll be like yeah yeah do this do that um and it might work for you and it's like there's like more of a community now than like what i seem to think there ever was or what i heard from people
1: yeah i totally agree as i mentioned earlier in this show uh i've got a handful of djs that we talk every week um we talk on the drive home uh we're always sharing ideas like one of my best mates ryan from paper hearts we Mm. talk every day and he's like oh i've tried this mix you should try this mix with these two songs and i'll say the same to him so you're right there's
0: definitely a community vibe and people just wanting Kind of the best for each other and it's awesome. It's really cool It comes, it comes full circle as well Like if you you think you're like if you know no one or you don't you don't put the effort in to meet anyone And then you get stuck on a job. Say you're sick Car breaks down whatever and you're like, oh, you know shit the weddings in one two three days I need someone to cover it for me and you don't know anyone you've, you've you haven't met, met anyone in the community You haven't reached out like you're gonna you're gonna sink pretty quick, but if you've like you said if you've got that crew of eight and something comes up and you can't do it you know that with confidence like you can send somebody else out there that's going to do a good job on your behalf and then vice versa the same thing could come back for them and it gets more work for you so it's like yeah not, exactly you build this community around you that one you can lean on for advice and everything and then two like also for work and it, it furthers your business
1: very true man in fact this year i fell on a shovel cut my <laughs> hand open was in hospital for days, had surgery and had to get fill ins for three weddings. So I was on the phone in the emergency, like with this cooked hand. And uh yeah, people came to the rescue, man. Like people made calls and sorted it out for me. It's the only time I've missed weddings. So hopefully I don't fall on another shovel, less and less. Uh oh well. I, I, I was not drunk. It was nine thirty AM in the morning and I was putting the bins out and I fell over oh, my own feet. But um Uh, yeah community was there man So, like yeah we've got your covered apples we'll all those weddings are handled and yeah it's great it's a good community
0: so you said it back when it comes just going back to like your um your website and your socials with your your branding like what was your how do i put it like how did you come about finding out like who you are and being confident in like projecting that onto your website and onto your socials. Like I'm currently rebranding at the moment and you, you sit down to yourself and you're like, oh, why, why do I do this? And then you got to figure out like, okay, what the fuck do I do it? Then put it out there for the rest of the world to see it and make sure it's like, yeah. you're not trying to be somebody else. Um, so you're obviously like a quite upbeat guy. You said you're like, you got the Simpsons and stuff on there. Like where, when you sat down and put all that together, like what, what was kind of your, your thought process? Did it come naturally or was it something that like took you mm. time? I mean, you know, after X amount of to your, your year in or two years in, to go like this is exactly like who I am.
1: Yeah. So I knew that I wanted to be apples because everyone calls me apples. Only my mum calls me Chris, and there's usually multiple Chrises. This wedding on tomorrow, the, br- the groom is Chris, uh, a groomsman is Chris, and I'm Chris. So I've always just been apples. Yeah. And I thought. I don't want to have like beautiful music DJ or some shit like that. I was like, that's just not me. Like I'm apples. Everyone knows who's apples. I was like, all right, I'm going to go with apples dabbled on a website for a little while and I'm no good at it. And then my good friend, Tim from Sonder sites, who knows me well, we're mates. He met me bought him Betty's burgers or something for lunch. And we just, he's like, all right, let's do your website. It's shit. And I'm like, okay yep appreciate your honesty Mm -hmm. and we sat there for like two hours and he just asked me a lot of questions and basically he helped me come up with the fun stuff like i I was always a bit withheld Not withheld but just i didn't want to like offend anyone i just wanted i wanted to be somewhat fun but not too fun that people think i'm you know crazy or whatever but um yeah he helped me put it together like um the website the fun simpsons memes there's the jim carrey meme on the website like i feel like it really represents me it gives people a good vibe an idea of what i am so yeah so i guess the answer is my friend tim helped me do it (laughs) um yeah i probably wouldn't have done it without his help to be honest i probably would have kept it somewhat more reserved but he's like nah stuff that attracts. you know you'll attract the right crowd that'll that'll gravitate to that and he said you'll probably push some away but then you'll others will gravitate and i was like all right cool that's definitely what i need to do so
0: yeah that that that's really cool like that, that's what i said that's what i kind of the the thing i'm trying to figure out at the moment like if if i was to, to say to you like what is your why and i, I reckon 90 percent of people be like oh you know like i love having fun with people and um, I like seeing the couple's reactions, but if you were to like really think about it, like, do you know what your your why is? Like, past like, oh, this is fun. Like, the actual reason why you like to do what you do. What is my why?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much you. You, you said, I think you said it to see the couple's reaction. Now, I love, I love the party vibes. I just love. I think my ultimate thing is just seeing everyone happy. Really, mm. it's, it's like in my opinion no better job like i love going to work and playing music and seeing happy people it's it's pretty cool i love Mm. what i do i think it's the smile on the couple's face or maybe the hug as they're about to do the sparkler exit farewell tunnel thank you so much for the best night that's my why
0: i reckon There's always, there's always just like a little deeper reason. And now that I'm rebranding, I'm kind of trying to find out when I speak to people what theirs is because, like I said, nine out of ten people will be like, yeah, it's it's awesome. Like, oh, I love getting awesome shots or like that light was sick. But then it's like when you really peel it back, it's like, okay, like why do I actually do this job? Because it's such a – like we discussed before, Like it's such a personable industry yeah. now where you've kind of got to know exactly who you are at the time to then portray that like correctly to people so that when you rock up like you are you you're not just like oh oh, my name is dj mc apples like i am i'm chris this is my business like this is this is me this is not just like some persona that i put on yeah totally agree
1: and you know what as well like i know i said i love that hug at the end when the couple are so stoked it means more to me as well because i got married 12 years ago and it was a terrible wedding like Every time I, like we were the first of our friends to get married. Mm. We didn't really know what we were doing. It wasn't socials to see who does what and all this. And it was just yeah. like, it was no good. So every time I do a wedding, I just like put in extra effort. I'm just like, treat every wedding like it would be what I would have for my wedding, really. So yeah, it means a
0: lot. That's a that's that's a really good way to do it. Do it as if um, if it was your own, because then you'll never, I guess you'll never take a backward step or you'll never just, you know. You'll never give your all, so that—that's yeah. Cool. There that's you cool. go. That's why I like—I like finding out because now, like now, when couples listen, they're gonna go, okay. Like it's—he doesn't just like to play music. He's like, there's this is the motive behind it. Like he really wants people, us, me, to have a really good day, and then they're gonna be like, yeah, that's the guy I want. Cool. That's it. We've so what it.
1: you've helped me discover who I am, basically, <laughs> like a
0: therapist. <laughs> I'll send it, I'll send you my sh- my voice later. Bit, yeah, sh- nice. <laughs> So so how um what's what's next for you? What's next for dj Apples? How does the rest of the year look like? What does things look like moving forward? How um how you plan on attacking everything?
1: Uh it's crazy. Uh I've got 101 weddings booked for 2024. Oh, Yeah. The problem is I I'm turning away people all the time. Like I'm just I'm one person and my cloning machine doesn't work really well. So my goal would be to have a young person who would like to get into DJing. Yeah, Um, I'd love to have like a sidekick, um, someone who can do weddings with me. Like I can train them. I want to see, I want to meet someone that's passionate about it. So that's my goal down the track um, to kind of expand, have a couple of apples juniors doing weddings as well. But finding people is very hard. Finding good people is hard.
0: It is exactly right, and someone that i like said resonates with your brand and everything as well. Like, you've got to make sure that you pick the right person because, especially on that, like that vault, in with someone that you trust,
1: yeah, totally. So, yeah, that's what's in plan down the track. Um, but yeah, I'm absolutely booked with weddings, I'm forever grateful. Um, but you know, that's it, I don't want to expand too much. I feel like things go wrong when you have too many people involved and too many things yeah. but uh,
0: Yeah, let me know if you want to drop the camera and get on the decks Well, I, I love music mate, but I don't know if I have any musical but I'm sure I'm sure maybe uh, <laughs> if, we, if we link up at another wedding that uh, you can show me what goes on behind the decks there and hey you done. done so if um, 2024 is booked out if someone wants to get with you for 25 uh how do they get in contact with you
1: that's a great question
0: uh head over to my website and send inquiry through or send me a
1: message on instagram i'm pretty contactable so uh yeah i'm not one of those people who's like you have to fill out the form you can send me a fax if you want to send me a fax <laughs> facebook message instagram call me like like it's 1997 whatever so yeah get in touch somehow
0: Awesome. Well, uh, everyone out there, if Chris sounds like the DJ for you, which to me... Working with him before and then having the chat today as well. Um, Obviously, this means a lot to him and is someone that's going to put in the effort for you. So I highly recommend Chris. Um, So, mate, thanks so much for jumping on the show today. Uh, For everyone listening, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Uh, If you could, please give us a review, a rate, go follow Chris. Stay up to date with what he does. And um, we'll see you all in the next step. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And thanks, Riley, for an awesome show. Beautiful, mate. My pleasure.